This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Razaban for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Uh, with me on Zoom today, uh, the knowledge, Spencer Fairon Spence. Um, how are we doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. I'm good, bro. You know what I mean? I'm good. Uh, I know we didn't manage to catch up yesterday, uh, but obviously just want to get your reaction to Fury versus Chizora. Um, I know you, but I know you know both men very, very well, and kind of everyone anticipated Fury to win. Um, just, just your overall assessment, because I know you've been working with Derek in the background. You know what? Let me firstly let me just say this: yeah, if anybody is going through anything, right, emotionally, um, psychologically, financially, if anybody's, if you're going through through something. Just go and seek help. You know what I mean? Because right now, a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? When my mom, when my mom chipped out, when my mom passed away, it's like coming up six months now. When my mom passed away, um, it's kind of where people who helped me. There's a lot of people that did help. Baba Tundia Jai, my brother, loads of people did help. Um, but Derek and Don Charles just reached out to me and were saying, like, you know what? You know what I mean? Condolences. I know you could be in a dark place. But like, yeah, when you when you're when you, when you're you're back up, we just want you to come into the gym with us. Yeah, you know I mean, they got a big fight, and Don said, Spence, I want you to to come into the camp with us. I've known Don since I've been 13 years old, so it's not a new friend. I've known Don since I've been a little kid. So Don says, come into the camp. Yeah, you know I mean, um, so I was very blessed and very fortunate to be around Derek at at, at this stage of his career. Um, simply because a lot of people from the boxing community showed me a lot of love anyway. Um, but what I am saying, if anybody is seeking or, or feeling so down and so, go, go, go and seek help, go and, go and speak to people. So it was like, I know I was a little bit therapeutic for Derek, but Derek and Don were amazingly therapeutic to me. Two days before my mom chips out, John Fury, who was following me regularly, was on the phone to my mom. And you know what I mean? So all these kind of things, like when I sit down and think about certain things, I'm not totally over certain things, to be real. Um, so stick to what you know. I really do know boxing. 
without not trying to box. I really do. I really study. I like the, the incremental bits of, of boxing. So I was grateful that somebody at such a, a massive fight of his life, um, that his camp could call and say, like, we want you to be in camp. So it was like I was in camp with these guys for like five weeks, three days of three days a week. You know I mean, it was really nice. And I've got a lot of time for Derek. I mean, Derek's actually a really nice guy. A very, very nice man, beautiful man. And I'm looking, I'm saying, Derek, I remember you when you were 15, 16, you used to come to the Kronk Gymnasium, would be gassed to see me. And I said, look what you've accomplished, bro. You know what I mean? You've won. People get confused. Yeah, you know I mean, having belts and everything else and going to major fights and winning, that's great. But the major thing is about championing life. And when I look at Derek Sazora from where he has come from, being a native from Zimbabwe, coming to England, him and his mum, how he's how we just turned around things for for his life. And you gotta remember, like when people say oh, I came from nothing, that's a lie, because you can't put a price on life. So you've actually come from a lot because you've come from human life. You mean? So you're born rich because life, you can't replicate somebody else's life because nobody's life is better than yours. Life is what you make it. And I, Derek Sazora is testimony to that. He's, he's made good life. So yeah, man, props to Derek Sazora. Also props to Tyson Fury, man. Tyson Fury, like I said, in 1938, um, the, the late, great John Lewis gave a man, John Henry Lewis, the opportunity to fight for his world title in 1939. He bangs him out in one round. This is when John Lewis was doing the Bum of the Month tour, right? This man, John Henry Lewis, had 110 fights, only losing 10 of them. It was a good fighter, but it was slightly past peak. So when I see these kind of things kind of being replicated now, you're saying, right, and people who were slagging off the fight saying, oh, Frank Warren ain't going to sell up, bro. I was there, bro. I was ringside, man. There were 60,000 people there. So something, something, something was going on. So we got to big up everything, the whole promotions, how gentlemanly the men were after the fight was beautiful. Yeah, you know I mean, it was just, yeah, you know I mean, that that to me was both men, credit to boxing, man. Salute both men, Tyson Fury and his camp, and Derek Sazora and his camp as well. Spencer, there's a lot of talk on Twitter that the corner should have pulled Derek out a lot earlier in a few rounds before. I know the referee was very close uh, the round before, but I, I know Derek's a fighter and, and, and he wouldn't want to, you know, just give up himself. But should he have been, should the th towel have come in a lot earlier? No, it's very, very difficult to turn around and say they should have thrown in a towel. Don Charles, like I said, I've known since I've been 13 years old. Nobody in professional boxing knows their fighter in Derek Sazora, like Don Charles does. Nobody, right? And we could sit down and say, yeah, he should have thrown in the towel, should have thrown in the towel, should have thrown in the towel. This is not... Well, I think it was October of, of, of 75, Muhammad Ali uh, uh, versus Joe Frazier, the Thriller Manila, when Eddie Futch compassionately said, no, Joe, you know what I mean? Derek was losing his behind on points and he was getting hurt as well on, on certain times in there. But when you've been with a man and you've seen when like he could pull it out like he done with Carlos Takam, you're not actually being brave with their life, you're actually being brave with your own. So Don's saying, listen, I know my fire. And at the time when he did get pulled out, it's because Victor Lockton heard um, Don say to him, listen, show me something this round or I'm going to pull you. Right? He tried... But you have to remember who he's going in with. 
Tyson Fury is no joke, right? So I get it when people say, ah, oh, they should have pulled him out, they should have pulled him out. Could you imagine if Don Charles had pulled him out of the fight? They would have hammered Don, ah, oh, this fight was farcical, this fight was blah, 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 blah. So, you know, on, the, on these kind of ones, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to fight down Don Charles and say, you should stop the fight. Because a fight of that magnitude, and it was a massive, massive opportunity. You know what I mean? You're fighting for the WBC and the lineal heavyweight championship of the world. You know what I mean? So when you're talking about the lineal, you're, you're fighting from, for, the, for the title that historically was owned by John L. Sullivan. That's crazy, right? So it's going to be very difficult to, 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 to be brave at that time when you're thinking, show me something. Just show me something. I know anytime that you're going to show me something. But unfortunately, with Tyson Fury, he's a very difficult man to fight. And also, Tyson Fury's inside game is very clever. He's very clever. He knows how to put weight on, of his hands on your, on your, on your shoulders. So you can't use your arms. He knows how to turn your body by pressing down uh, on your on your left shoulder, so you can think you're gonna throw the right hand, but he's left it covered with his left hand. These things is years and years and years of practice, years and years and years of study. So it's easy for anybody to jump and say, "Oh, Don Charles should have done this. Don Charles should have done that." But they've never been in Don Charles' position. You know what I mean? And I'll say to everyone, I said this yesterday on a show um, on the fighters right with me and Tundi. You know what I mean? It's better to create something that others criticize than to create nothing and criticize others. Spence, what do you want Chisora to do next? You know, a lot of people are talking about, a lot of people are referring back to Pulev and saying that he put a great performance in against Pulev. But we also have to be honest here that Pulev is not the Pulev that he once was. And his performance, he took a lot of clean shots from Fury. But what, what do you want to see him do? Because Derek doesn't want to fight the average Joe. He wants to fight big fights. Has he got yeah. it in him anymore? You, you know what? What I'm, what I'm going to say is this. Everyone calling for Derek Cesaro to retire. You know what I mean? I would, bottom line is I wouldn't want to see Derek Cesaro get hurt. Right? Um, but I'm around Derek. I speak to Derek a lot. He's got all of his faculties. I don't know what, what kind of tough skull he's got. or He's got all of his faculties. What I'm saying is this, Derek Cesaro has already won. Here is a man who's got a beautiful family. Beautiful family. Do you know what I mean? He's got a beautiful lifestyle. And, and it'd be easy for people to turn around and say, oh, well, you should retire, you should retire. Maybe, just maybe, he could have a fight with against Dave Allen. Do you know what I mean? He would sell out the O2 and it would be his farewell party. I don't know. But what I'm not going to do is scream for what a man should do and all the rest of it. Me, personally, I thought Derek should, Derek should have retired three years ago, right? But he's kept on going. So he's obviously going out to try and live his dreams and aspirations. Bottom line is this, everything is safety is paramount, health is paramount, because that's one thing that we can't, we can't do. We can't, we can't. Once your health's gone, it's gone. I wouldn't want to see Derek Sajor get hurt, but I love that guy. He's a He's a very, very good guy. And, be, and because of that, maybe he could have a farewell fight and say, like, yeah, because one thing that is for certain, and Tyson Fury, to reiterate what Tyson Fury says, is that Derry Cesaro is, he, he is logged in British boxing history. 
Moving on to Tyson Fury, uh, we saw at the end Alexander Usyk, Joe Joyce jumping up on the ring. Um, what what do you want to see next? We know both fighters are great uh, in Usyk and Joyce, and both will give a different test to Fury. But who do you want to see in next with Tyson? Uh, I want I want to see a unification bout. I want to see that fight. I want to see so we can have a, a, a undisputed champion. That's what I want to see. Then go fight Joel Joyce. Even if you just became undisputed and then all the titles got fragmented afterwards, I don't, I wouldn't care. Just to see an undisputed champion, I'd love to see it. And whereas you've got a man who's got a greater proportion of of the world title belts than what you have, but you've got the WBC and the Lineal Heavyweight Championship, right? Um, I would like to see that. I would like to see those two get it on. That's what I'd like to see. Spence, as good and great as Usyk is, you know, be, being the undisputed cruiserweight champion, the unified heavyweight champion. And all the skill sets he possesses, it will Tyson Fury just be too big for him? No, it's not a case of Tyson Fury being too big. It's the fact of Tyson Fury being too good. The guy knows boxing, man. But in saying that, Usyk knows boxing as well. Uh, but what I think is like a lot of the mind tricks that Usyk plays, I don't think they'll fall onto Tyson Fury. I don't think those tricks would work on Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is superb. I'm just going to be real. I saw, you know, I saw things that Tyson Fury was doing that. You ain't meant to do if you're six foot nine. You know what I mean? You're not meant to be doing it. Like, he breaks all the rules. But in saying that, Usyk is damn clever. Damn clever. So I don't even think it's a sense of the size. I think on skill level, the only man that can compete with Usyk on skill level is Tyson Fury. Right? But I think when it comes to skill levels and applying metrics of boxing, I slightly edge to Usyk with that slightly but when you're doing what Tyson Fury is doing he breaks the bar because his body isn't meant to be doing the things that he is doing and he does it and he does it so effortlessly so cleanly Tyson Fury he Tyson Fury takes care of um takes care of uh Usyk then he fights Joe Joyce and he takes care of Joe Joyce then he's the best of his era he doesn't need the AJ fight to cement that he's the best of the era. That's those two. And they would say, yeah, well, you know what? Well, who did you fight? Well, you fought. Well, you fought Deontay Wilder three times. I get it. Deontay Wilder's a bad man. If Deontay Wilder touches you, you're going to sleep. I don't care who you are. Right? So that's what, uh, that's how I see it. If he can do that, then he's the best of his era. But I think if Tyson, if Tyson Fury retired tomorrow, I would still say that he's the best of his era because right now he's got to be the ranked number one heavyweight in the world, even though Usyk has more belts than he Okay, Spence, thank you for giving me a little bit of time. I know you're out and about um, doing your bits on Monday morning. Um, yep, yep, yep. I'm doing my bits, mate, and I'm gonna hit, I'm heading into the gym now as well. So I've got, I've got a couple of little young kids to go and work with. And yeah, well, I'm sure we'll catch up with you over the next week or so. Yeah, man. Take care. God bless, bro. Spence Affair on IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.